You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the first pick in the NBA draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves select 10,000 layups. 10,000. 10,000 layups. Hello, good friends, and welcome to another episode of the 10,000 Layups Podcast. I'm Kyle Radke here, as always, with Julian Andrews. Julian, how are you, man? I'm doing good. Um, feels like my entire Twitter uh, universe is pivoting into football this week. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I'm doing good. Um, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm hoping that we can find some good, exciting stuff to talk about today. <laughs> it, it's fun. It's fun because, like, you and I always talk about this with NBA preseason, but it's the same type of thing with NFL training camps. Dude, it is goddamn hype season. Um, this running back has been working on his receiving all off season. And like this rookie looks so good. And, um, you know, there was like, I was reading a Twitter thread from jets training camp. That was like Denzel Mims looks unstoppable. He was the best guy at camp, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. And then it's like, Oh, he's running with the second team. Yeah. Like these are all second team reps. Like, all of these passes he's catching are from Mike White. Like it's it's just like it's not like necessarily not notable, you know? Like yeah, okay, he looks in shape, like great, that's good. Um, I think especially with like our guys in shape, like that's helpful. Like with the Traylon Burke stuff, it's like, oh, he's breathing a lot better. Like yeah, that he, matters. He's not having asthma attacks. Oh, <laughs> you know, like that type of stuff is significant, but you just have to be so careful, like trying to parse it. And of course, I'm going into my like dynasty league rookie draft next weekend so i'm like all over all of this stuff and it's just james like, cook looks like elvin Kamara, except james yeah. cook is playing the second team in buffalo right. and right. devin singletary is still the starter yeah although we'll see we'll see we'll no see. I, I, no I, no i i'm with you it's just totally it's agree. just like the and it's i follow, hilarious i fall for all of them like of course I'm, you have to i mean i mean you like we like sports right so we yeah. follow storylines it's like fun and um, i have certain guys that i'm just like not gonna draft like 
Tim Patrick could catch. You could tell me he's going to have fifteen hundred <laughs> yards and ten touchdowns, and like I probably just won't draft him. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's just like guys that like I love and guys that I don't, and the guys that I yep. don't, I have zero reason for not loving them. It's yep. just because I read something or um, I like someone else on their team better, or or like you read something several years ago. Yeah, like there's really no rhyme like, or reason. It's like decent memory of like, oh, he kind of sucks. Yeah, like I. It's just like a blogger with a hundred followers that wrote. Yeah, I don't believe in Tim Patrick in 2015. <laughs> and that's it. That is it. Uh, oh. Speaking of news, uh, there's really not much in the NBA. Um, this is probably going to be a pretty quick podcast. Uh, Wolves land. The Wolves are bringing back forward Nathan Knight. Um, here are my notes for that. It's a depth move. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah, um, right. Knight was actually fine last year. He's 24 years old. Um, he was in 37 games, averaged four points, um, shot 51% from the field. Um, he's one of those guys that like, he's, he's a big that like has more skill there than what you anticipate. The problem is like, he's not like a 21 or 20 year old with all this upset. Right. He's already 24, which seems weird to say, but, um, right. Right. So old. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I mean, it would have been kind of stupid to not bring him back, right? I mean, he's like decent. He's like a good depth piece, as you said. Um, yeah, and he, as you also said, like he looks pretty good. And so if you're going to go out and find a new person to like bring into the system, like get to know the organization for that like really small salary, it's kind of like, why not just bring back the guy who knows? Um, so I like it. Yeah. Twitter people, you know, going crazy as usual. And it seems like, um, like from, a, I think you and I might've noticed this in that, like, I feel like it was a Blazers game where like, he's pretty goofy and it yeah. seems like him and yeah. Kat get along pretty well. Totally. Um, and it seems like, why, well, if people like him Kat likes him, why not just give him? Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Um, more news. Um, Mark Stein reported, and this was about an hour ago or two hours ago. Um, Joe Branch. Um, who joined the Timberwolves in 2019, um, who, and he, he came from rock nation. Um, he's leaving the front office. He's going to BDA sports and WME WME sports. Um, I don't know much about it. Uh, Joe branch, I think was every team has him. And before Joe branch, there was a guy named Noah Kroom who we love Noah Kroom, but yep. he came over from the agency side and basically it's the guy that's supposed to be able to kind of manage that relationship with the players that is like the middleman almost like I'm not a the front office guy. guy yeah, right. Totally. Like, yeah, I can um, talk to agents. Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand their language. I, I understand the agent language and I know how to like talk to players in a way that is different. And I'm not saying that none of them work out, but it seems like they all leave after like three or four years. And that's like kind of, no, it's, it's not, I, I don't know how to put this. It's not an unimportant job. Like you do want somebody in the organization who can do that, but like there are a lot of people who can do that. Yeah. Like they will just hire a different agent mm-hmm. to come and do this job, you know? Like, so it, I mean, yeah, it's, there's like no disrespect to branch, you know, it's just like, this is just the thing that people do. Well, and uh, Matt Bellera, who he was a scout for the Timberwolves and um, a director of scouting with the, the bucks. And he started his own agency and, um, I don't have any inside information, but my guess would be in five years, Matt will use that skill set to get back into the NBA. Yep. And totally. um, for, for a higher position. So, yep. um, all right. More news around the league. Um, 
the big news this week in the NBA was, I think it was first reported by ESPN that the Celtics um, were indeed interested in perhaps trading for Kevin Durant. Then again, who isn't? That's not really a report. Right. Um, and uh, the the trade um, included Jalen Brown, Derek White, um, some firsts for Kevin Durant. Uh, I saw Shams reported that the Nets wanted more firsts and also wanted Marcus Smart involved. And then Celtics were kind of like, no, that's, that's fine. That's too much. Um, I, I don't want to ask whether or not we think Durant will be traded. Cause I, whatever, that doesn't really matter. No but like, idea. what, what is the best offer the Nets can get? Because yeah, it, it's, it's not like, it doesn't seem like there's a bunch of teams bidding against each other. There's, there's like this, price tag that we don't really know of and it almost seems like it would have to be the exact perfect team willing to deal like like that's why i looked at that celtics deal and i'm like well if you get three first round picks jalen brown and Derek white for kevin durant like i get it jalen brown's not like in the top tiers of stars that you probably want to get back but if you're going to trade him at some point like that's the deal that you have yeah, to take right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know I agree. Um, there's a, Zach Lowe had a really interesting thing on his latest podcast talking about this too, where he was saying that kind of like, it's hard to say if the Celtic, like how much conversation the Celtics and the Nets actually had. It's just like they, the Celtics or the Celtics called the Nets and they said, we want Tatum. And the Nets said no, or the other way around. And the Celtics said no. Um, and then like implicitly Jalen Brown has to be in that trade. So like yeah. the, he was, it was like an, a little bit of interesting, like insider knowledge about how these kind of conversations happen. And it's not so much like these offers being sent back and forth, like you would have in like fantasy sports. Um, but I mean, yeah, if you're the nets, like Jalen Brown and three firsts, pretty good. You know, like it, it, I mean, it's just like, there's, there's no way there is not a team that can or will trade for KD, like at the value that he truly has. Like if you're yep. going to be trading KD, you're always going to be trading in a loss. And so I think the Nets like best option is to not like try to not trade KD. Yeah. But, but like, I don't really see a better offer than this. If like you either do this or you go to picks route and do like bridges, you know, I guess you can't do Aiden anymore, but like Cam Johnson sign and trade and like all of Phoenix first, you know, like that's one thing, but. And I, you, you brought up a good point though. Like the, the best move is to not trade them, which in theory is like exactly what the nets are doing. Being like, do. right. Hey, give us Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony towns and three first for Kevin Durant, knowing the Timberwolves are gonna be like, fuck you. Like, right. Exactly. Why would we do that? And it's like, okay, fine. We won't trade them to you then. You know, right? And it's like if the Grizzlies call, sorry, KD, we tried to trade you. Nobody, if the Grizzlies call and they're like, hey, we'll give you Desmond Bain, um, Jaron Jackson Jr., and four first round picks. And they're like, no, 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 give us John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr., and Desmond Bain, and three first round picks. And they're like, no, that's, we don't want to do that. So, I mean, that's kind of what it's coming down to. And like, on the, on the, though. Yeah, it's weird though because nobody, like nobody, really has like clear leverage. No, because Durant seemingly from the reports, like, have he still has not talked to the Nets. Um, but I guess like the one thing the Nets have on their side is like Kyrie's under contract for next year too. Um, they both could sit out certainly or like whatever, but like, will they do that though? I I I mean, Durant has four years left on his deal. 
Like, yeah, right. They certainly could, but then suddenly, like, they not they're not going to get paid. Like, it's like the Ben Simmons saga. And you're losing, like, if you're KD, like Kyrie, I think will totally sit out. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, Kyrie doesn't. KD, sure. like, he doesn't have that many elite years left. You know, and like, if you're KD, like, do you really want to spend one of your last years like sitting out when you could be playing with Kyrie? Because like we're kind of hearing that they're maybe fine, you know, in terms of like, it's not really about KD not wanting to play with Kyrie, you know? So I don't know. I've, I, and, and honestly, like their, their roster is like pretty good. Yeah. Like I think all of their best chance to win probably comes like KD's best chance to win next year is probably with the Nets for because, sure. Because, because just like we've talked about this before, but if you're trading enough to get KD, what's left on that team might not be a championship contender. It's not like, as good as what I, the Nets are. And that's what I think the Boston thing is unique because they actually have the depth where they could trade Jalen Brown and Derek White and a bunch of firsts and get KD and still have a really competitive team. So yeah. like to like Boston fans don't want to do it, which I think is kind of weird. Honestly, super weird. I think <laughs> like if, if you're Boston, it's like, yeah, sweet. We can get rid of Jalen Brown and not get rid of, but like he, he showed up in the finals for sure. But like, it's like, yeah. And also in January, not, we were, like, we were yeah. talking about getting rid of him anyways. Like, yeah. I mean, he's like not going to be an all NBA guy. Yeah. I don't know. Like he's like, he's a good player. I'm like, and he was cr- critical for them in that finals run, but it's like, we're talking about KD. Yeah. Like KD and Tatum would be, that would make Boston like the to- total favorites. And, and I don't know why Celtics fans wouldn't jump at the chance to do that. But um, if you're the Nets, so basically what I'm saying is I think like of all the trades I've seen, this is the one that makes sen- the most sense for both sides. Cause Jalen Brown is probably the best player who we've seen as a potential person that could move to Brooklyn. Right. Other yeah. than like maybe Aiton, but not at this point in their careers. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I would totally do it if I was both sides. So I guess I'm confused. I totally understand why Boston would offer that. I think it's a fair offer. And I don't know. I also kind of get why the Nets wouldn't take it from a value perspective, but it doesn't seem like they're getting anything else. So unless they want and, Michael Bridges, and, like, and that's, and that's kind of what it goes back to. It's like, but it like Brooklyn's not like if, if Durant had one year left on his deal, this would be a lot different. Yeah. Where suddenly he's going into the last year of his deal. He wants to go somewhere else. All right, let's try to get whatever we can. When he has four years yeah. left, it's like, you know what? Like we can kind of be patient here. Ride it out. Um, yep. Yeah. The so. more I think about it, the more I think I totally agree that the Nets are just trying to like finagle the situation so that they don't have to trade KD. Yeah. There, there was like, a that situation. That still makes the most sense. There was a situation like this and I forget what it was, but like, I remember like a team just being like, well, sorry, we tried. We weren't able to get anything for you. Like, come back. And it's like, that's yeah. kind of exactly what this is. Um, all right. More news during the league. Uh, the Sun signed coach Monty Williams to an extension, um, which, I mean, there's really not much to talk about. Well-deserved. Made the finals two years ago, totally. made the Western Conference finals last year. Um, and if you don't know his story and, like, what he's been through, uh, yeah. um, you know, cer- certainly a lot. So c- cool to see him there. I mean, I guess with that, and I don't want to, like, pivot too hard, like, after praising him, but, like, at what point he's, he's, he won coach of the year last year, I think. So, yeah. um, but like at what point, if you're the Suns, and it's, this is less a Monty Williams question and more of like a Phoenix Suns question of like, 
what, 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 I guess what, like, do you, is it, you have to win the finals next year, don't you? Like, otherwise this like weird fun stretch is kind of like not that fun anymore. Cause they were, they, I mean, they were, they were the finals favorites going into the playoffs. Last yeah. Year. Yes. I mean, I think to the extent that I think that's true to the extent that any team has to win the finals, you know, like winning the finals is very hard. And there are a lot of very, very good teams that have not you're, won the finals. You're saying like the, like in the sense that like for six teams every year, it's finals or bust. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. um, I don't think there's more pressure on the Suns. I still think that Suns have been overachieving every year compared to their like probably to their roster talent. Um, which maybe that's just like me underrating the guys on the Suns, but at the same time, like I don't know, they have how many top ten players do the Suns have? Like none, right? I mean, you could argue like if you go top twenty five, you could argue, you know, with with yeah. with Booker and Paul, um, and then you can go yeah. top thirty or forty, and you can convince me top right. thirty, maybe Aiton, and then top 50 you could tell me bridges but yeah yeah i mean so it's just like the like booker i think is quickly becoming a superstar and i don't want to like underrate that but i don't think that they're so above and beyond the other teams in terms of talent that it it would be a drastic disappointment if they didn't win the finals like it's a disappointment when the nets lose in the first round yes you you know like like the the nets are more of a team that was like finals and bust with their whole experience experiment right. rather than the suns the suns are like but actually building I do kind a homegrown of get the, like, team the suns are have been knocking on the door for two years you know like they and they had this horrible loss in the playoffs last year so i think like they have to continue to do better if they lose this year if they don't make if they don't win the finals this year that's probably it for this era of the suns but i don't necessarily like i think at that point you probably are like do we really keep doing this chris paul thing and yeah. like let him finish his career or do we like, try to move him but um, I don't think that's necessarily a reflection on the coaching or the roster. No, building. I think it's just no, like no, no. really hard to. Yeah. It reminds me of like the, the Eagles in the early two thousands where they had, I think they went to like four or five NFC championships uh-huh. in a row and they went to one Super Bowl and they lost. Um, and like, we, nobody remembers that really. Like I remember yeah. like growing up, like the Eagles were like good, but yeah. it wasn't like this powerhouse. And like, if the Suns don't win this year, I just have a feeling we'll look back and be like, Oh, remember when the Suns were really good for three years? Oh, that right, was yeah, and right, totally. like we just don't remember it, which is kind of what just. And then it'll happened. just kind of be back in the mix with like the Nuggets and the, you know, yeah, all the the Wolves, like all the other teams in the West who are always competing, for yeah, year after year, second round, like the four to six seed. Yep. yep. Cool, cool. Um, we'll get into our DraftKings read here. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. Um, we haven't done this in a while because there really hasn't been much to talk about um, with uh, the, in the sports card community yeah. with, with no hoops. But uh, Prism Basketball was released two weeks ago. Um I stopped by three star sports cards um, last week, two weeks ago, maybe um, I had to drop some cards off for grading. And um, I actually, I, I actually dropped off uh, one of ours. 
Nice. Um, we have that Jewel Lloyd to 25 card. Oh, yeah. Totally. And I was like, you know what? We'll, we'll throw it in. Um, and also go check out three-star sports cards. We love them. They're in Bloomington. They're in Little Canada. They have a website. Grading's down to $30 a card. So Yeah, have- it's time to send in. I got a couple of Donruss, like, rated rookies. Might yeah. be fun to grade. I got a Lamello. Yeah. I got an Ant. Yeah. Check the corners and uh, send, send, them, them send them on in. Yeah, out. right. <laughs> um, but Prism's released... Um, Really good draft class. And I've, I've read a lot about like the, the prison this year might not be good because the draft class isn't as good. I don't know, man. Like obviously the year before that was Edwards and the year before that was John Zion um, last year. Sorry, Edwards and LaMelo. But like, I think I would take this year's class over the last two with. Well, there's um, more guys. Yeah. With Cunningham, worth, with Mobley, with Jalen Green, with Scotty Barnes, with um, Josh. I mean, Scotty Barnes won rookie of the year. Yeah, you know, like Josh, Josh Giddy, uh, Wagner from from Orlando, yep. um, just a lot of guys. So um, I think it's worth it. I bought a pack. I think the packs are like one hundred or one hundred five each. Um, I got a Quentin Grimes silver rookie, which is going All for right. like thirty or forty bucks on on eBay. There you go. I, I wish I would have pulled it right during summer leagues. He was on fire. Um, he was. So yeah, I mean, I think it's like twelve hundred dollars a box. Uh, the thing is, like. I I'm never going to say like, go buy a box for $1,200. That's a lot of money. But what I will say is like, if you're going to spend a hundred dollars on a pack and like potentially strike out kind of like right. I did, like, I feel like I'd rather just like save up money and like, because at the very least, like you should get some, but then again, I guess like the risk there is like, shit, I just got a really bad box. And now I lost $600 yeah. instead of 100. Cause I wasn't able to get yep. $600 or, you know, whatever. Um, so I don't know. I just with with products like this, like there, there's one thing of like buying a pack of Donruss for twenty bucks and uh, like a hobby box or thirty dollars, and right. you get what you get, and it's like oh cool, it's thirty bucks. But a hundred is enough. Where like I don't know, it's almost like being in a fantasy football league where it's like you're in the fifty dollar league, and then at the end of the season you're like, oh, I wish I just would have been made that a hundred dollar right. league because now yep. I don't really give a shit about that league, yep. and I wish I would have like I never paid attention because I was like was only fifty dollars, so. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but that makes um, sense. It makes sense. I always tell myself I'm just going to buy a box. And then when the time comes around, I don't. So yeah, maybe one of these years. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Get more money is the answer. Yeah. There you go. And how you get that? Buying and selling sports cards. Buying <laughs> at three star sports cards. Card. At three stars. Yep. Yeah. Uh, three star sports cards, not the card corner. <laughs> that, well, you can. Nice. you can. You can give do us that money too. here. You can do that you know, too. That'd be I'm good. not going to guarantee it goes to the right place. Right. Yeah. But, well, what are you gonna do? All right, man. Um, well, sweet. Uh, thank you so much for this. Uh, we'll be back next week. I don't know what we're gonna talk about. In about three weeks, I think generally is like middle to end of August. We'll get the schedule release. So oh, nice. It'll be interesting nice. to see if the Bulls get any. Um, like a, how about TV a Christmas? Games. Yeah, how about a Christmas Day game between like the Grizzlies and Wolves? That'd be kind of fun. That would be really good. Yeah, I would like that. That would be really good. Um, I'm not gonna say I'm predicting it, but that seems. Seems like a logical. I think that's a Kyle Recchi prediction right there. Put it on the board. Put it on the board. board. (laughs) All right, man. Well, thank you so much. Uh, You got it. Everyone, thanks for listening. We will talk to you next week.